Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. For these things I weep. My eyes flow with tears. For a comforter is far from me, one to revive my spirit. My children are desolate, for the enemy has prevailed. Lamentations 1 verse 16 Recently, we talked about fear as being an appropriate response to situations that are unsafe or overwhelming. Today, let's talk about tears. Tears are our body's natural response to big feelings. Tears can be elicited due to great joy, intense pain, or passionate anger. But we usually associate tears with sadness. That's where we will focus our discussion today. Sadness visits when we are mourning the loss of something or someone. This could be something simple, like a child losing a turn, or monumental, like the death of a loved one. Admitting there's a time and space for sadness grants ourselves permission to embrace our God-given emotion. Even if it's a quick, awkward hug with a couple of pats. Lamentations speaks of tears. Crying is biblical. There is lament for the loss of Jerusalem, the loss of freedom, the loss of lives, the loss of food, the loss of comfort and lifestyle, the loss of prosperity. That's a lot of loss. We may not have lost all of that, but we've all lost something. We have experienced our lives going along a certain way, and then a change creeps in. We've lost that which was familiar, and even loved and enjoyed, to find ourselves facing an unfamiliar future. What we thought would be is no longer possible. What are you feeling the loss of most right now in this season? Outside here, the world is changing. Daylight is shortening. Temperatures are dropping. These things have triggered 
a fantastic display as creation prepares for the looming winter. Magnificent fall colors cover the landscape, but the blaze of brilliance lasts only a few weeks. Then the trees will be bare. All those vibrant hues will become another drab chore, raking that causes blisters as we clear our yards and gutters and then burn heaps or cover garden beds. All the while, the temperatures continue to drop and the days grow shorter still. As a thriving green fades, what is left behind shines through. That is where the fiery reds, burnt oranges, and blazing yellows come from. As the chlorophyll dies in the leaves, the other pigment shines through. When that which brings us life, love, and joy is lost in our lives, what are we left with? Is it possible for there to be beauty in the death and loss of something? There is in God's creation, so it's possible. And yet, from our human experience, sadness doesn't usually ride in on blazing colors. It creeps into our hearts, our lives, like an unwelcome guest. Yet, what if we give it a place at our table? What if we allow it to stay in our spare room? What if we spend time with it? Permit its presence to cohabitate with us for a while, a season. This doesn't mean we spend our lives tending to its every whim, but it does mean we share space with our sadness. We acknowledge our loss and we invite the tears to flow. Loss is real. Loss is present. Loss is universal, but highly personal. This means we can all compassionately recognize loss in others, but we do not have the right to dictate how someone else experiences their loss. All tears are not equal. Seven tears from one person don't compare to someone else's seven swimming pools. And have you ever noticed that tears come as they will? It's hard to turn them off once they've started. And they flow until they're done. Exhausted. Extinguished. Like a fire that burns, grief can flicker or fiercely rage. We don't get to choose the intensity that we feel. And each person experiences grief and tears in their own unique way. Comparison does not serve us well here, or too many places, really. Let's wrap up our vision of fires and tears with more salty water. When we visit the beach and stand in the waves, we cannot choose the intensity of the waves that will impact us. Some days, the waves are mild and lap at our legs, 
Other days they are ferocious and threaten to knock us down. The thing is, those strong waves are typically the ones we try to hold back. They are the ones that threaten our ability to stand strong. If you've ever stood in the crashing waves of an ocean, you understand the power behind them. They can knock your feet out from under you when you least expect it. Yet if you step into the water a few more feet, then position your body facing the shore. You watch the wave approaching, looking back over your shoulder. Then you push off the bottom and soar. The wave picks you up and carries you. Its power moves you. But now you are no longer trying to stay put in the shifting sand, but are allowing the wave to carry you forward to wherever it leads. As we learn to ride the waves of loss and grief, our tears will surely come. But as we allow them to flow, they simply join with the salty water of the wave itself that carries us into our future. And as we find ourselves held by the water, we may just discover the arms of Savior holding us up. And the comfort we've longed for is right here. We just had to pick up our feet. And he will revive our spirits. That's what his love always does when we surrender our will to his. Let's pray. Elohim, in our world, there is loss and uncertainty. Things are happening in our personal lives and across the globe. We feel lost like those in Jerusalem in the time of Lamentations. Yet the world has taught us to hold back the tears, to grin and bear it, to keep pushing through. But you gave us the emotion of sadness, and it serves a purpose. In your infinite wisdom and love, you gifted us sadness and tears. Help us to acknowledge the loss in our lives, not as a place to get stuck, but to walk through with you. Help us navigate the salty waters that threaten to knock us down, but also the salty waters that our bodies pour out in grief. Sit with us in our sadness, and may your everlasting arms hold us close. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, 
God is for you, and so am I.